good news, everyone. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Broken Bougie Podcast. I am Chrissy. And I'm Quinny, and I don't know why she's being so calm. This is about to be a lit episode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is this about to be a lit episode, though? Oh my gosh, my phone, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I have I have to go to You're not being very professional. Sure I am. You're not. Not at all. So this definitely will be a lit episode because we're gonna be just getting some things off of our chest. This episode is gonna be referenced to the movie Mean Girls, and if you've watched Mean Girls. They say, put it in the burn book. This episode <laughs> is us putting it in the burn book. It is. It's, it's, it's putting it in the burn book. It's a rant. And not a rant towards a person. It's just a rant towards things that are happening in society and life. And life. And it is towards people. Because I have some people that have tested my Gandhi so do you want to start or should i start i feel like you should start gosh i had so much and then now it's all not coming back to me but i can't start off on some things so one of the things i wanted to rant about was um this whole thing that came out with charlamagne the god charlamagne the god has a partnership with iHeartRadio. he officially launches a black effect podcast network with iHeartMedia. All these people are talking about, well, he doesn't own it. He works for the white man. Well, guess what, everybody? Works for the white man. I'm, I'm sorry to say it, but you do. Unless you are 100% a sole proprietor. But usually, when you're a sole proprietor, you usually take out a loan through a bank with the white man. I don't even know. I I had no idea that was going on. I wasn't. Oh, yeah. Oh, that. it's big. People are like coming for him. And I'm like, why are you coming from him? This is literally a guy that started like, you know, I hate Drake and he didn't start from the bottom. But Charlamagne did start from the bottom. I'll, you know, intern- yeah, he was like an assistant or intern yeah, for, for Williams. Williams. And then became an assistant. And like, he is a black man. He has two books out. And no. You don't have to agree with everything he says, 100%. But I feel like he is doing something good right now and also getting a voice to Black podcasters. We're Black podcasters. Right. And who gives a shit that he, if he doesn't... Okay, there you go. That's what I was waiting for. I'm just (laughs) like, are we, like, going to get to the point that this is nobody's goddamn business? business? How he makes his money? (laughs) He's a 50% owner. Who gives a shit if he went? I'm sure 100% he could have did it on his own. Like, everyone's like, why didn't he do it on his own? He has the money to. Because he doesn't want to. He doesn't have to. He, there is nothing in I'm really confused that this is a thing in a conversation. Oh, it, it's a thing. Like that they're oh, even allowed to speak thing. on someone's business dealings. This is business. Yeah, this is. Like, you know how, like, I'm a fan of minding my own goddamn business? Yeah. This is the literal definition of why are people not minding their own business? And it's not like he's doing something bad. I think oh, he's wow. doing something great. Yeah. And today, it just literally grinded my gears. Like, it literally... What kind of comments were people making? This is gears. all news to me. Share. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna literally... Let's go, and I'll read some of the comments. 
He still don't own it, like Joe said. Oh, Joe Budden had a comment about this. I guess because Joe, okay. so Joe Budden used to be under Spotify. He yes. left Spotify recently, and yeah. recently, and it's because ultimately, it's because of money of why he left. Everyone, like they're trying to say, because he wanted he wanted his own rights or whatever, which he already had that because. The Joe Budden podcast was already his. He owned it. When he went onto Spotify pod, or platform, he still owned it. Great. Wonderful. Um, he left because they wouldn't give him the money he wanted, which a lot of people don't. Okay. Now, Charlemagne. Charlemagne is actually on two, three podcasts, I believe. Um, so he has the Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club has a podcast. He has another podcast that I listen to. Ray or Rye or something like that. Oh, you sent it to me? No, I didn't send it to you. Oh, oh you okay, want me to send it to you? I'll send no, it to you. No, 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 no. I oh, just I'll read. Okay. okay. Um, and then um, he has another one. So I think he has three um, podcasts, at least that he's a co-host of. Um, so he's also making a way for... It's not just for him. It's, it's literally um, for Black podcasters to go on there and to get bank and get more money and to get a bigger audience, meaning they can get bigger sponsorships and everything. It's great. These are literally the comments they put. Under iHeart, still not by us. Um, you work for iHeart. Um... Let's see. This is why he's been handling the Joe Budden smear campaign. Joe Budden wants to know, does he own it? Oh, wow. What do they own? It's a lot of spec. It's a lot of freaking bosses talking, man. Everybody's an owner. At least someone said, people can say whatever they want about this guy, but really he came from the bottom and made something from nothing. Why do you guys care so much how he's making his money? When are we going to have Black-owned media outlets? Stop giving these white people part ownership. Why do you care? No one, there is no handbook that says you need to have it and do it on your own and be Black-owned. Like, I get it. And maybe it will be one day. Maybe this is his stepping stone. Like, no, oh, I got, I got, a, I got an idea. Maybe all the people who are like having these comments about it and they want it so bad, you start it. True. Because I don't spend people's money when they're like, "Oh, he has enough money to do it." That's not your money to spend. Nor no. if you, you know, like, I, ooh, I'm really like, I could see why this grinder gears because I didn't. Again, I'm gonna send it to you. Oh my god, I was today. I was like, oh my gosh, I was like, this is this is no comments. I wasn't so ignorant. They're ignorant. It's so ignorant. The fact that anyone thinks that they can comment on someone's business, money, their business, their dealings. Like, what? No one said anything when Jay Z signed the, um, what is it called? Nation. What is that platform called? Rock Nation? No, not Rock. Our title? Okay, he has title, but under title, he signed with the um, the concert people. Okay. You know how there's Ticketmaster, oh. and then there's the other one that she buy under. 
It's something it's nation. Rock nation. Rock Nation. No, no Rock Nation was him. That was their thing. Oh. No, it's something. Is it One Nation? It's something nation. Anyways, when he signed underneath them, no one said anything. That wasn't as him pulling it out. As they, as they shouldn't, because <laughs> it's nobody's business. Like, they're not going to compare apples and oranges. We're not going to compare that. Regardless of what this man did, it's nobody's business. And it's just live just, nation, live, live nation. nation. Yeah. Um, I, I'm really annoyed that I remember we, I think we talked about it um, last week or maybe a couple weeks ago. Um, everyone thinking that they could just comment on people's lives and dealings. That is really bothersome to me. Have you had someone comment on your personal life or you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah, I do. And I'm not even famous. And I'm like, what? That's what I'm saying. Like, it's it's real lives. Did I tell I, you that I had someone <laughs> I had someone make a comment about me going out as much as I do and how it pertains to my parenting? No, you didn't tell me that. You know yeah. I, I you can't tell me who it is because I'll slide in their DMs and cuss them out. I First of all, that. you don't know anything whatsoever. Like People don't understand that social media is only a glimpse into what we went to choose. Oh, it's, it's my family. It's a family member. Oh, it's a family member. Oh, what the? Yeah. And I don't give a fuck. I have no problem talking about it. Not that it's anybody's it's business. business. Exactly. Because it's not. But since you said this is an episode where we can just rant. It is. This is our rant episode. There is ranting going on because there's just been so much that's been bothering People me. think that they can just speak on everything. Like, oh. I've been very good at controlling myself with these internet trolls. So I go on and I read shit. And I'm just like, hmm. And then I just take a look at people. And I'm just like, the ignorance. I feel like there's no signs of intelligence anywhere. I feel like it's that meme, that Buzz Lightyear meme, where they're like, I feel like there's no signs of intelligence anywhere. <laughs> I agree. Because that's what I, I feel like when I'm reading people's comments now. I like, just find the world like, is full of critics now, full of critics. Everyone's an expert at everything. They're an expert. Everyone is an expert, expert on parenting. They're just, everyone's a They're fucking, lawyers. They have political science. Oh, they're lawyers. They're poly sci majors. They're in, they're with the I literally majors. only speak on what I read and what I know. And then, so today it's kind of funny because today, um, a, a girl that I know put something up and she was like, oh, who are you guys voting for or whatever? Are you guys voting for Trump? Something like that. I don't know. So I just put something um, on there and then a, like no one else, it was a lot of comments. No one else came for me. This guy decided he wants to come for me. I don't know who he is. He wants to come for me. So he wants to come for me. He was like, can you cite what you're saying? And I was like, a hundred percent. I can cite what I'm saying. Yeah. He was like, not from CNN or MSNBC. And I was like, that's not where I get my news from. I was like, you guys do know the DOJ documents are public? And then I was like, do you even know what the DOJ is? (laughs) I was like, are all the Congress and the Senate hearings, all their notes are all public. FYI, guys, those are all public. You can literally go and find those. So if you have any questions on bills being passed or what they're talking about on the Senate floor, you can literally look it up 
and go to the government's website and get those notes. Guess why? Because it's all public. They have to make it public. They're the government. They, they literally work for us. Everything is public. And I think a lot of people don't know that. I said, where do you think the journalist gets their information from? They're not always sitting there. They get it from the documents in the notes. Like, How about they have people, journalists who have researchers who give them and feed them. Yeah, they're researchers too. Yeah. I think I mind my business. I just, right? but there's do I go there and do I sit and, and, and read all these things? And then he wants to tell me I was brainwashed. And I was like, oh Lord, I'm brainwashed now. I'm brainwashed. Because he also, his whole thing was, they asked who you're, who, who people are voting for. I was like, I'm going to vote for Biden, regardless of what is happening. Um, and then, That's hello, so like, he, asking people who they're going to vote for? Yeah, like, I don't know. It's whatever. I was just like, and I put the reasons why I'm voting for um, Biden. And then I just put the note on there, too, because it was... It's a black girl. Everyone on that form was black. Okay. Um, I literally put, and someone else put it too. I said, it's so funny to me that four years ago, or um, I said, no, for two terms, you guys were okay with this guy being president. I mean, vice president, but you're just not okay with him being president. And then I like the, the thing that a lot of people like to say he's a pedophile. And I was like, first of all, he had one accuser coming out. And again, I believe accusers. But when you have a president that literally paid off a porn star, um, numerous women have come out to say he's raped them. And he's also been to the island where Jeffrey Epstein is. Was. Yeah. Pedophile. So I don't know why people like to throw this stuff out there and then like tit for tat. So then he started to throw things about Hillary and Obama out there. And I was like, wait, wait, wait. I was like, what does Hillary and Obama have to do with this? Deflection. Oh, my gosh. People, it was another um, post um, where people love to deflect. Oh, the, the, the recording. Have you heard about the recording that came out? No. About our president that came out in February? Oh, that he where said. Where he said um, he yeah, knew yeah, yeah, it was yeah, dangerous yeah. and all this stuff, but yet he didn't do shit. Um, yeah. So people are deflecting and they're throwing all this blame on everyone else. And I'm like, they even put it, they were like, well, Nancy Pelosi didn't do anything. And everyone was like, cause Nancy Pelosi's not our fucking president. <laughs> like, she's not. She is the house speaker for the Democrats. Like she has no executive power over the president. It's crazy. These people are crazy. Like, I, I, I'm like, I, I'm serious. Like, so now it's a new thing too. I think it's kind of funny. They're saying like, no matter what Trump supporters, no matter what you say, like literally they say he can go on TV and rape someone, um, can rape a baby, anything. They'll still vote for him. So they're calling him, a, they're, they're saying that they're cult. Like, you know how when you're in a cult, you're so brainwashed. Like they're, they're saying that they're literally part of a cult. They're calling it the Trump cult. <laughs> I feel like I am so disconnected because I'm I had no I had no idea any of this was going on. Oh Quick question though to um the troll who came after you was um what was his nationality, race? No, he's black, he's a black man. He told me I was also brainwashed. Yeah. I have to come for him though. See, I had been 
my god i don't know why when you said it was a black girl group i was like i bet you who's that no no it's i i'm in a black girl group with her too but i get confused because i'm also friends with her so sometimes when she posts things i think it's in the group but sometimes it's on her personal page and so then guys can also chime in and this was something on her personal and i actually thought was something she put in our group so um that makes sense as to why you would answer that because i'm just like yeah no i literally thought it was okay that makes a lot in our group and then i realized it was on her personal page she put it on and she's it's black she's black um so it was it was just like she he came for me and after i came from him and start to cite things for him that was not because he cited something for me from joe biden but it was on youtube and i was like yeah i was like this is almost the same as reading like um, Wikipedia, <laughs> Wikipedia, Brit Bar, like all that. Oh my God, someone else put something else today and cited like Brit Bar, and I was like, really? This is this is where you're getting it from. This is what you're gonna cite it from. But you know, that's just me. Again, it's only gonna get worse. So I hope you're preparing yourself because we're um, seven weeks out. We're preparing for a Mercury retrograde. It lasts through October. I want to say telling you i'm just i'm gonna i'm gonna get a man in canada canada sweden copenhagen somewhere where i can just live like a peaceful relaxed life peaceful, relaxed like zach efron just is dating a, a 25 year old waitress he met in australia what am i doing wrong in my life i feel like i mean this is this is my rent and then i had another rent because sorry i'm taking up all the rents clinic gonna get her time though no, it's okay. I'm just here to let you shine today. I feel like I'm not shining today. This is not my shining moment. No, I re- I put this thing up, and it said my biggest flex is that I really don't flex, but I could. And then I had stupid idiots say, "I feel like you flex." <laughs> I was just like, "Well, you know, you're entitled to your opinion." You, you feel like I flex, sir, or sirs? Because it was two of them. Yeah, it was sirs. Um, you definitely, um, you're entitled to your opinion. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. I think that you and I use social media the way that it was created to be used. Pictures of travel, pictures of good food, funny stuff, sharing memes, um, yeah. Being nosy, I guess, like, you know, because I will go on, down the rabbit hole. I go um, down the rabbit holes. I mean, lately, my rabbit holes have been the housewives. That's what I mean. Any, yeah. I, I mean, real, real people know. It's yeah. like more no. like how you're supposed to use social media. Yeah. I'm not invested in anyone's life that I'm going to piece together their life. I might be a little bit more curious as to what's going on with celebrities and stuff like that. Like, you know, just kind of keeping up with the gossip, I would say. Yeah. Whereas people think that that's just like, like real life. And I think the people who say, like who made the comments about flexing, what's so um, funny about that are like, they really are flexors. Like they really are the type who put money on the gram, sh- pouring champagne on watches. Um, what other dumbass shit do they do? Post every time they go to the strip club. Anytime they go out. Oh, you, you know what they do, which is my pet peeve, which you talked about this, me and you personally, and you're like, I didn't know this was a thing. They, they literally take pictures of the receipts when they got to eat. 
Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> I, was like, I would die if I went to dinner with you and you pulled out your phone and you took a picture of our receipt, the amount like of- what you ate and drank, <laughs> how many shots you got. I don't want people to see that. Like what? There's no reasons how much I drink. People see, right? Like what, what are y'all doing at dinner? Like we're getting lit. lit. <laughs> yeah, lit, lit. <laughs> I like to get lit at dinner. Look at, look at Anne eating well. Like <laughs> eating well. Um, if you guys don't know this by now, I love a fancy cocktail. So if you're going to give me a fancy cocktail, I'm going to keep having them come. Keep, keep I don't even coming. require a fancy cocktail. I just like a good cocktail. Just you like a good cocktail. I like the fancy. There's no cheap liquor and I'm okay. <laughs> I want a fancy cocktail. That's what I want. I realized I told Quinny this. I said, I realized why I don't like clubs like clubs and bottle service because it's not fancy enough for me. Like I would rather go sit in a hotel lobby and get a $20 drink that looks super fancy and smoke comes out of it and it changes colors. Um, it's what I want. When you pour it over a round ice cube, not a round ice cube or or a square ice cube that might be colorful. Um, that's what I want. That is literally what I want. When you go to bottle service, I don't want that shit. I don't want the bottle girl pouring my shit. I could do that at home. I don't want that. I want something fancy. I want them to twist my little twisty lemonade. For the mixology. (laughs) I want a mixologist at my table. If I could go to a club and have a mixologist at my table, it would be amazing. I just don't. I mean, I get clubs. It would just have to be the right weekend, the right celebration, the right group, like the right. I was saying, I'm talking to Kendall about this because we were talking about like going to the club and all that stuff. And I'm like, I'm not saying I'm above the club. I'm not saying that. Like, let's say we were going out to go to a party and we had our own table and it's our people at a club. We're not going to have, you know I'm what I mean? I'm not saying I'm above a club. Unless- okay, but again, you, you, you <laughs> exactly. Like, you'll come. Like, if I'm saying I want to celebrate my birthday in the yeah, club. Yeah, I'll come. You have to come. But you have to know how we're going to do it. Like, we're going to go to a nice dinner before. We're going to go to the club when the club is already popping and we only have to be there for an hour and a half, if that, two hours. So if we want to go to a nice dinner before, because I get the itis and I might be like sleep on the couch in the club. I need you to grow up for 30 <laughs> minutes and have this conversation because it's not like it's something that we do often. It, we would make sure you were prepared. and have I would definitely with- go with you. I'm just letting you know where I'm at in my life. This is where I'm at. What do you mean where you are at in your life? You've been this way forever, Kristen. That what is do you not mean? true. I, I look when have you up. ever been the one like, oh, let's go to the club? Ever. No. I, you, what do you ever. mean? We were like 18, 19, no, 20, 21. Not that you went, because you'll go. I went to a club like every single night, Quinny. What are you talking about? I know. But when were you ever the one where it's like, hey, Quinny, what's up? Do you want to go to the club tonight? I'm just saying the club is not your scene. It's never been your scene. No. You went because we were young, but it has now you don't have any been. excuse to go because we're not looking for guys. It's not the only thing we can do. And we got money. Yeah, so that's true. But no, you've never been the person. You've always like lounges and bars more than you've liked clubs. Like, yeah, I could do a lounge. I'm that's true. I will do a lounge. Um, what do you mean that's true? I know. And, and bars. I will do a bar. You know why I do a bar? Because they have good mixologists and they can make me a really great cocktail. Um, you've been to some really shitty bars and gotten kicked out because you're just a little firecracker. Okay, so I have been to a really shitty bar, but those bartenders actually knew how to make mixed drinks. They it it wasn't fancy. It wasn't in a class. Oh, I just thought that you were saying it was a fancy. No, it wasn't fancy. It was class. Okay, 
It was in a plastic ass cup. It was. Didn't she get bar. kicked out and sneak back into the? No, bar? no, I got kicked out twice in two. I know, but I know, but one time didn't you get kicked out and sneak back in that same night? I didn't sneak back in. I walked back in because that's how many people that go back in and out. Like that's how many people go in and out. Rest in peace, because it is closed now. No. Um, yeah, they closed before I um left New York because first of all it was a shit show. And then secondly That's why when you were like that place was a shit show. Like it was a shit show. Secondly, it was a shit show. And thirdly, um they couldn't they overboard. No, they well, they did overport, but they couldn't pay they couldn't pay the rent. The rent went up where it was at. It was in a very like crazy right by NYU. Um where rent's just high. So, I mean, it might make a comeback now because rent's getting cheaper in New York. But I actually went, my second date with stupid guy that ghosted me, who was my boyfriend, um, that was our second date. It wasn't meant to be our second date, actually. How did it end up being your second date? Because it rained and we needed to run into the place and it was the nearest place. We were was that the first time you had been there, or was that you'd been there before? No, I've been there before. I have been there a bunch of times. Um, I already got kicked out twice because I was getting kicked out with Patrick. <laughs> well, I got kicked out once with Patrick. So I got funny. Out once with the guys from my other job, but um, we. I remember it was the Easter, and I went to brunch with Annie and Madison and Madison's roommate Brittany. And we all went to brunch. And then I left brunch to go on a date with him. He was like, we should go on a date. And I was like, oh, it's Easter. And he was like, so? And I was like, okay. Like, you're a New Yorker. Your family's here. My family ain't here. Um, <laughs> so we met over there. And it was sunny, too. It was sunny. I had a cute dress on. And then it just, the sky opened up and it started pouring. And so literally he was like, let's go into this bar. We ran in and they realized where we were. It was actually because I think it was a Sunday and it was Easter. It was empty in there. It was me, the bartender, him, and then another couple. And that was it. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, literally so funny. And we got shit face. Like he was like, so this place, you could get shot, five shots of anything for $10. The shots were super small. Like, I'm, the five shots actually equal two and a half real shots. But you literally could get anything, top shelf, anything. I'm sure it wasn't top shelf. <laughs> How did they pull a profit? But, you know. Because it would be packed in there, like packed like sardines in there. Because literally their slogan was the place you come to pregame, postgame, or any game. <laughs> well that i used to go there the pregame because you got all your drinks and then all the drinks were five dollars but depending on the bartender you got they would like hook it up i would be like they'd be like what do you want i'd be like i'm selling tequila and then they would make me a really fancy tequila drink and a, a really fancy cup. or a really good one really fancy in a plastic cup okay i'll mm-hmm. give you that yeah so Anyways, it was my place to go. Did I get kicked out? Yes. But what else are you ranting about in the burn book episode? Oh my gosh. So this is another thing too. Um, Ellen Pompeo, did I say her last name right? From mm-hmm. Grey's Anatomy. Meredith Grey. Okay. Yeah. But her real name is Ellen Pompeo. 
I think. AKA Meredith Grey. AKA Meredith Grey. Okay. So she wrote this thing um, about, or she didn't write it. She made a video. Um, well, she posted something and then she also made a video about it and people were coming from her. They were like, stick to acting. And then I was just like, what? So she did this, she, she posted this thing and it says black newborns are three times more likely to die, to die when looked after by a white doctor. We talked about this. Yes, we, we did. about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And um, she put the is in the healthcare community when it comes to African-American women. 100% we've talked about yes, that. Yes, we've yeah. talked about it. It's so she was the saying the so stats are everywhere. Yeah. And her whole thing, it was saying like, when black lives matter, they matter everywhere. Mm-hmm. That's what she was bringing to the forefront. She was saying, if they matter, then if they're mattering on the streets and the police, they should also matter in healthcare when looking looked after. And she was saying the stats are everywhere. She was just saying, what is the problem? Um, You are out here looking shameful. Let's get to the root of this once and for all. Let's heal and not kill. Examine racism in medicine, please. Everyone repost this. People came for her. Obviously not black people, but a lot of people in healthcare. And so she posted a video about um what she was saying and what she meant and she was just saying that even in and you're a nurse so you might have this too um saying that black people in healthcare also have a, a a disadvantage so saying that um if it's kind of like the police if they see something is wrong that their white counterpart is doing or a white doctor underneath them is doing and they call it out, most likely they'll get reprimanded for it or fired. Um, I can't speak to that because that you has never been, that. that's never been my experience. Yeah. Nor have I heard that. I've never heard it. I've actually um, experienced and heard the opposite because unlike police officers, regardless of race, creed, or anything, if I see any coworker, black, white, yellow, purple, doing anything that can harm a patient or a doctor, I'm going to report you. And that's the culture of nursing. So I 100% disagree with black people are more reprimanded if we- Well, so a lot of people in healthcare came under there and said- I would have. Oh, I I would. Then- you need to leave the hospital that you're working at. And yeah. It's the same and that's what they were saying. They were saying it it's might not be because some other people were saying what you're saying is true. They were saying like what you're saying about babies a, dying. That's a, that's, a, that's a very dangerous comparative yeah. to make. And why I say that is because in a police officer's things, they hide behind blue. They hide behind a uniform. You're a nurse. Even if you're in a bathing suit, you're a doctor, even if you're not in scrubs or anything like that. And you have a duty to your patients and your ethical code, like regardless if it's going to cost you, there's a nurse. Um, it's a video. I think they talk about it. I know they talked about it a lot when I was in school, she was a white woman and there was this guy, he was a criminal and, um, he was like knocked out after an accident and they wanted to do, um, some type of lab work on him to prove that he was junk. And the nurse was like, I can't allow you to do that. Mm-hmm. Everybody told her to do it. But ethically, she was like, no, that bitch got arrested, like arrested before she allowed someone to make her do something. So it's like, 
in nursing, it's kind of like that community where I've never seen police officers or anybody in that community rally behind anything that they, they felt was that yeah. right. You know what I mean? Where it's like most things where people, like most things that happen in nursing is because you're reported. Like if someone comes to work drunk, you're going to report them. If you think that someone's caring for black people, not correctly, you're going to report them, you know? So yeah, I, well, I mean, it's a lot of people that have come out and said it. I mean, look at what's the okay, name. So um, think about in your profession. That's why, that's what I yeah. wanted to say. Like that would be like comparing it in your profession. Um, as far as like, well, what other you, people have compared. No, it, I'm asking, no, I'm going to ask you a question. I'm asking you now to do yeah. it from your experience. Has that happened? Well, yeah. In every profession, oh, yeah. that's why it's racism. Yeah. But you can't compare the racism that's happening in the healthcare is that black people as patients are yeah. not taken care of effectively because of comorbidities that have to do with just us and our genetic features. Mm-hmm. And like black women not um, dying with giving birth. It has nothing to do with what race that nurse is that's caring yeah. for systematically in healthcare that's happening. That's why I say yeah. it's a dangerous comparison where it's like, and as far as in the police force, well, she didn't, yeah, she didn't compare it. Other people in the no, comment compared saying, it. That's dangerous yeah. for them to do that because yeah. it changed the narrative and you don't want to compare yeah. what is happening. And you said this earlier, this is a prime example of deflecting. Mm-hmm. The fact that we have to have a conversation like that is deflecting because every industry has experienced racism or, you know, in a very small, small section or percentage compared to what's happening in law enforcement. But that's been like years of this going on. That's not what's happening. And it it sucks that when um, light is shed on a movement, people like to kind of throw in other things and it just waters down the original message. And the original message is what's going on in you know, the disparities between African-Americans and healthcare. That's what she yeah. said. The original that's post what her said. original post was no, about. That's what it is. And yeah. that is it's statistically mm-hmm. proven that there's disparities between African-American and other minorities compared yeah, to- we read it from the CDC, we, literally. It, that is fact. Everything <laughs> else, you know, that's where it becomes a problem because yeah. it was like, oh yeah, people said they experienced it. And there's also Lil Wayne who said he's never experienced police Racism. brutality. Yeah. So it's not, you know, real to him. It's like, mm-hmm. that's, that's dangerous propaganda and a narrative where it's like that is taking away from that woman's message and what's like proven and what's factual and it's just an opinion. Well, Ooh. so these are the comments people were saying. Can we talk about black babies killed by abortion every year? Oh my God, I knew it was coming. As soon as you said that, I knew I, and, and, and there lies my point. Yep. Where did you get those statistics? Planned Parenthood? Seriously, I work in this area. Each newborn is treated the same. Um, nurse practitioners and nurse treat every baby with the care he or she needs to live. They want each newborn to live. If your statistics are even accurate, maybe you should be looking at material risk factors. Um, I don't, people don't, like, these are statistics. They're real. It's real. It's real. And a and lot I, of why I think that. I think people are taking it where it's like, oh, it's because the nurses and doctors are handling them more wrong. It's, it's yeah, a yeah. lot of different factors. It's what environment yeah. that they come from. Some of it really, have- is this really believable? I think it's false drama. But like, 
I, I hate to say this, but a lot of these people that are coming on and saying this is wrong are white people. You can't necessarily say what is happening with a black person are black people in that have been this mistreated in the medical field. Yes, like yeah, you just shouldn't. You really shouldn't. You shouldn't. You don't, are you black don't. babies dying? And I like, love you can't, I, I you wish, can't talk about that. You can't say that. Yes, they can because they are. Everyone now has a mouth and a platform and feel like they are able <laughs> to say it. But you know what? I'm glad that they do because all it does is just shed light on people who are like, I'm not racist, but you, you have underlining racist yeah. views. You know what I mean? So this goes to speak where it's like, I treat every baby the same. Well, that's the thing. You shouldn't treat every baby no. the same because every race has different comorbidities and different genetic. Well, you don't treat every baby the same because when somebody's having a baby, different things happen within that baby. Sometimes the mother's on drugs. Sometimes the mom's not on drugs. Sometimes no, practices so many different so things many factors where it's like if you treat everybody the same, then you're doing a <laughs> poor job at nursing because we're we're taught in school to be culturally, you know, sensitive and culturally competent to different cultures because every culture handles things differently and medically they have different needs. So it's yeah. not like she's saying anything that's crazy. Medically, people have different needs, and you should adjust the way you practice medicine and how you're caring for a patient based on their cultural background and preferences. That's, that's facts. Just, that's just good nursing at this point. Yeah, it is. It's just facts that it, it says more black babies and women die with white doctors. We've talked about this. It's, it's just, unfortunately it is facts. It doesn't matter how they die. It's not intentional. I don't think these people are intentionally killing them but another lady put in a post about a documentary she watched um and she put a link to it and i went and watched it and it was actually really good and it was it was mostly white and asian doctors but they were saying how they think black people have a high pain tolerance than other people i just think that if you treat people Basically. And these are these are coming from doctors. No, like I know doctors. that. I and they I've seen some really stupid um doctors as well. <laughs> and oh I'm I'm sure, but I was just like yeah. it was baffling it's to me. Very no, it's have a very, higher pain tolerance? What? And, and there's people who who think that. And if you practice medicine and you think that, let's say I come in and I'm telling you, like, oh, I'm in pain. Now she's are they think that you just want drugs. Oh, she's not really in pain. You know, she's not acting mm-hmm. like she's in pain. Most people who present with pain the way she's describing it act differently so when you say like a higher tolerance of pain i could be like crying bawling because the pain is so bad to me that pain's on a four you could be sitting there like you are right now but you're experiencing pain through a seven they may not give you the medication that you're saying that you need pain for a seven because you're not physically acting the way they think that pain should be you know displayed that is real that is facts i mean it's so real i mean look what happened to me I literally sat in an emergency room in the back part, though, until someone see me for 24 hours, 24 hours. And then finally, once they ran three tests on me, I told I was told I have to have emergency surgery. But I still sat there for 24 hours, even though I told them I was in pain. I let them know I was in pain. I let them know where my pain was and I let them know how long I've had the pain. Don't get me wrong. I had the pain for months. I'm just not one to go to the doctors to see what the hell is wrong with me. Girl. In excruciating pain. At this point, I lived right across the street from the hospital. 
I was able to walk to the emergency room in pain, let them know I was in pain. The lady who took all my information where I told her, she actually admitted me right away to the back. So she admitted me to the back. They didn't give me a bed. They made me sit. I literally was going to leave. I was going to leave. I remember being on the phone like me and my sister. And it was like four in the morning at this point. And I was like, I'm leaving. No one's seen me. I'm leaving. I might as well, if I'm in pain here and no one's seen me, I might as well be at pain at home <laughs> in my bed. <laughs> like, right. and 24 hours I sat there. Everyone was like, don't leave, don't leave, don't leave. And I'm glad I didn't because finally they were like, okay, we're going to put you in a bed. We're going to take you to do it MRI. And then they made me do, they made me drink this whole gallon of nasty shit. Then I had to get in a thing where I couldn't move and they did all these tests. Then finally, when the doctor came, it wasn't even a doctor. It was the fucking surgeon from upstairs. They were, were like, prepping you for surgery. Yeah, they were like, we know what's wrong with you. They were like, the good news is we know what's wrong with you. They were like, so the bad news is they were like, um, they were like, no, they told me they were going to have a room for me. So I was like, are you guys admitting me? Admitting me? And they were like, no, we, we're admitting. They were like, you're about to have surgery. What? <laughs> They're yeah. like, you have to have emergency surgery. But again, remember, I sat there for 24 hours. 24 hours for anything. I was hungry, couldn't eat, thirsty, couldn't drink. Well, they, how do you eat because you did surgery? I so know. <laughs> well, they didn't know I had to have surgery. Well, that's why they have you not eat because just in case you have to have surgery. If you have any type of abdominal anything and you go to the er they're not letting you eat anything just in case no they told me i could only drink water i was sitting there waiting 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 which is what i just told you (laughs) you're not you're not i know also reminds me that i would never want to go to the emergency room like i'm having bad flashbacks right now (laughs) like i never want to go that's another thing too that you know um, and i've researched the topic that she's talking about and like i said there's studies and many of scholarly articles written on this a lot of african-americans don't go to the doctor either like for years you know what i mean yeah my my dad my dad had a sore throat for like a year his throat was bothering him um probably longer than that he did not go to the doctors and when he went they told him he had stage four cancer (laughs) they were like that's probably why it's bothering you Mm -hmm. So there's like a lot of other factors to it, which is, I don't think she was just, which is why she was just shedding light to despair. Yeah, she was just shedding a light for it. And and all these people came for her, which I thought was just really crazy and belligerent because, I mean, a lot of people didn't. A lot of people were like, thank you for shining a light on this. This is so true. And then they start to tell their real stories. And these other people are like, wait, this is a false narrative. I just, I... Uh, I was real. I've I'd never heard the narrative about certain stuff going on in the hospital. But again, that's the. It, it depends on the. Like it says, it's not and you- like you should leave if that's yeah. the kind of place that you work at. I question your ability to be a nurse the same way I question the ability of the people to be a police officer. Yeah, because I would quit my job and work in another. See, it's different. You can work in another hospital where they don't move like that because it's not systematic within like nursing versus like in law enforcement that is the code like you know what too though Quinny you you live in California a lot of people live in the south and it's a lot of racism 
everywhere within the South. Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana. I a lot. I and I'm sure, I don't know where these people are coming from that, that are saying this. But again, you need to move. Like, not like that, but, yeah, you, but know, you do. can't make excuses for that because it's yeah. like, in nursing, like, you're responsible for someone's lives. Police officers are not supposed to kill people. Let's just start there. They're not. Yeah, they're they're not. 100% not. Laws. We're supposed to save lives. So if you're telling yeah. me you're watching someone, like, you're no, you're worse than those police officers then because you're knowingly participating in the demise of life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then not standing up for that. I have a, a huge issue with that because I know what nursing means to me. I know what we're taught in school. I know what our responsibility is. So it's like, regardless of what part of the United States of America you live, if you work at a hospital or work for an organization where that's okay, shame on you. Yeah. Well, that's what, so another nurse, she says she works in the ICU. She's a nurse, trauma ICU, and she's white. And she was the saying that she was like, no matter who you are, she was like, you're supposed to advocate for your patient. And she was like, don't get me wrong. She was like, I've seen people not advocate for their patient. She was like, I called them out on their shit. Yes. And she was like, I called them out. And she was like, because this should be on every medical professional's mind. She's like, no one should take offense to that unless they're guilty of themselves of neglecting a patient's needs or care due to race. And she was like, I've seen it. She's like, I called them out. And she said it though. She said she's been reprimanded. She said, but when she went to get reprimanded, she said she let them know how unethical it was. Yes, she would bring it to the ethics board. Hello. That whole thing. Hello. She literally Chrissy. said it. She's and, speaking about, like, yes. Yeah. She like, literally okay. said it. She told I them, she said, she said, what I'm doing, yeah. I'm calling them out because of ethics. She was like, I will bring yep. it to the ethics board. She was yes. like, if I'm getting written up. She was like, I will take this to the ethics board. She literally said that. She said now, like, she was like, she knows, like, everyone that works with her on her team or around her, she already knows they're going to be under P's and Q's because she don't play that shit. But... As they should. Because yeah, but there were some other people in there that were like, well, I've got reprimanded, so I usually don't say anything. And then there, there's other people that are like, what the fuck? You shouldn't, like you said, like, what? what? For you. Wouldn't want it. you wouldn't be my nurse. You wouldn't be my doctor. But you know what? That speaks to the example of disparities in the healthcare field as it pertains to African-American people. Because if there are so many people who are saying, oh yeah, I get in trouble and I turn a blind eye or anything like that, that's how people die. That's how, you know, people are not well, cared you know, for. I already told you, I'm a very advocate. If you don't feel comfortable with your doctor, you need to change your doctor. Oh yeah. You told me that about my, um, my psychiatrist. Yeah. It, oh my doctor. God, that was awful. Can I rant about how much yes, she hated me? It's your turn to rant. Rant. No, I don't want to rant about that. I, I love this conversation that we're having, actually. No, but for real, if you don't feel uncomfortable, I mean, if you don't feel comfortable, leave. No one says you have to be with that doctor. Like, no one. Like, it's not written in the stars or the laws. Like, you don't have to. And I always, I always thought about this when um, one of my bosses was pregnant, and she changed her doctor, I'm no exaggerating, 12 times. 12 times because she didn't feel comfortable she was and, and she was she's jewish she was a jewish lady she just didn't feel comfortable she changed her doctor 12 times <laughs> every time she went to a new doctor we would be like how is this one zoe and she would be like uh-uh it ain't it and we would be like all right and then so, she would try a new doctor 
because she said she needed to feel comfortable. She's bringing a life into this world. Like she was putting her life on the line. She needed to feel comfortable with the doctor. So I, you know, started therapy and I found this black doctor because everyone was like, you should have a black therapist. But like I, one star, very ghetto. Like I, I swear like she put me in a trauma that I just didn't have. Like, you know what I mean? Where it was just like, no. And I remember I was telling you the stuff she was asking me. You're like, my therapist never asked me that on like the first and second like conversations. That's why I was just like, bitch, you hate me. Like you want to hate me. And I remember I, I, I felt like, and I'm in healthcare, but I was like, okay, maybe it's just because I don't like to open up. Like I'm having such a hard time. And you're like, why don't you just change your doctor? And I was like, well, what do you mean? <laughs> you're like, change her. Like if it doesn't work one. for you, get a new one. I think um, you might need, and I know that you don't do this, but you might need to step away from um, social media for a couple of days. I feel like I do because I be, I'm better now because usually I engage, but I haven't been engaging. So I feel like my steps are coming better. I feel like maybe I just need to stay away. Like I just need to only, I mean, like my Facebook groups, they make me happy because there's just so much. They're funny. They're literally the funniest. I love my Facebook groups. Um, but um, I probably just need to step away from like. No, I think um, that might be a good, you know. And not because stuff pops up and I try not to look at it, but then I go and look at it and I'm just like, oh my gosh. I'm like, what in the hell? But I don't engage. I don't engage anymore. So that's good. I have a lot of steps that I have. I have done and not, um, what are you renting about? You have some rents, Quinny, so get them out there. Get them um, out there. I'm okay. I'm okay with just adding to your rants because mine are more personal and I don't. Okay, know. but you still need to rant. I don't want to share. No, we're just going to share. I'm not, it's not going to be personal, but it's, it's, it's personal, but not personal. Um, cause I'm going to make it broad. Come on. You need this rant about stupid guys. This rant about them, rant about them. Yeah. How stupid. Just say guys are stupid. Just say they're stupid. We already talked about this. Why are guys stupid? <laughs> Sorry, not all guys. But why? Like, if I know a good one, if a guy is, if you want a girl, we're girls or ladies or whatever, and we're showing you our true colors, we're telling you basically, no, sir, don't want to be with you or this. Why would you keep coming back? Baby, come back. Um, that's a good question. I think a better thing I would want to rant about is just um, guys are stupid, but I don't really take them seriously. So I don't know if like I mean I engage too. I'm not even gonna sit here and act <laughs> like, like I, you don't engage. I don't engage where I'm just like no, 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 no. Mm-mm. Let a good thing be proposed to me, or you know. Maybe bored enough. Lily's with her dad. Like I, I engage in the bullshit myself. So, you know, happy hunt, hunting in the fuckery. I just don't get my feelings involved. This week, I had someone project a lot of their feelings on me, and I had a difficult time with that. I can definitely, if you want me to rant about that, that would be someone projecting their their feelings, their on feelings me, on T, or how they expected me to move, or how. I'm supposed to behave. And that ties back to what I was talking about with my 
cousin where it's just like, well, you do this and you do that. And I'm a grown ass fucking woman and I can do whatever the fuck I want. To right. Do. Like I'm a grown person. I can do whatever I want to do. So I had someone who's interested in getting to know me, date me, whatever it is. I don't know. I don't know what to call it, but interested in, in spending my time. And instead of inviting me like, Hey, do you want to go to dinner on Friday night? It's like, what are you doing every day, all day long? Like that's like, why? And then it's like, do you have your daughter? No. Well, since I don't have my daughter, then that means I have just an infinite amount of time for you. No, life doesn't work that way. So I have an issue with that. But then on the back end, I told you how I had my cousin make a comment about my parenting and like me never having my child. And I'm like, the thing about it is, how does this person even know that you don't have your child? I do have my child. You don't. You do. do. It's just because you don't post your child on social media doesn't mean I don't have my child. You know, when you don't see me doing lit shit, I probably have my kid during that time. If you see me doing lit shit, I probably don't have my kid. Like that's. And maybe I'm doing lit shit and my kid's there with me. And maybe I'm doing lit shit and my kid's (laughs) Kids there with me. I mean, like, don't see them. Like, it doesn't matter. You don't know my life. So family or not, you just don't know. I just made a snarky comment. And I said that. I was like, when I don't have my child is when I do all my fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I, mean? like, I don't owe you an explanation. I don't owe you anything. If that's what you choose no to believe. No one's saying you have to sit at home because your child ain't there. And no one's saying you have to sit at home when your child is there. You can do whatever you want to do. I'm just saying when my child is with me, she's with me. Like, that's just, you know. And your child is fine. And she's well taken care of. She's. I was going to say she is. Well just like, taken care I just hate the like the the people thinking that they can speak on stuff that they have. The mommy no shaming because people do it. But you just don't know my life. You don't know yeah. what's going on. Like, and then I've had it on both ends where it's like, oh my god, you don't have your kid. Do this. Do this. Do this. Like, damn, you don't think that sometimes I just want a minute, like a mi- just a minute, or I'm not, I'm not doing anything. Just a minute. Like so. I just want to sit and. And meditate. But this is my own fault because how many episodes ago did I say that I wasn't even entertaining any of these dumbass guys? And yet here I am. Here you are. Entertaining the fucking gestures club. And <laughs> I'm annoyed by it. This week was a really rough, a, a really, really rough one for me. Yeah. Because then I had issues with oh, Lily's father. <laughs> That too. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. And co-parenting. Co-parenting. So it's like, I think that's where it's like you have, that's what it is. That's the trifecta of it. So top, I have my co-parenting issues, which is my struggles that I deal with internally that I have to share my child with someone. Then I have (laughs) one part that's like, when you don't have your kid, do this, do this, do this, do this. Then I have the other part. You need to have your kid all the time. And then I just have the reality that I co-parent, you know? So it's just like- you don't know what someone's going through. You don't know someone's life. So shut the fuck up. They don't know. And Quinny has a hard time co-parenting. She wants Lily with her 100%. And they told her she has to learn to share. Oh, I'm a terrible sharer. Share. Like, she does yeah. not want to share. She I want to share. Like, they really knew you. It would be, could, they would her daughter would be with her That's why I was like, 100% you know, of the time. More, yeah. Like, 
Like I just want to be with her 100%. her. Right. I would love for her to be with me 100% of the time. Like, can I not? I wish I had a ex-husband or a baby daddy who's like, not I wish, but like, oh my God, I don't want to be around the kid. Like, I'd be fine. You know, like that's not but my you reality. Don't. You have one that wants to be around their child and they want it's just great. as Lily much time. Loves it. Lily yeah. has the best relationship with her dad. You know, well, that. that's where it ultimately, it, it's, it's for right. Lily. It's good right. for Lily to have two parents. Right. To, to have time with her dad and have time with her mother. Like right. it does. Especially because the first two years, two and a half years of her life, you guys were t- together. You guys were family. So I think right. it would be definitely hard on her if it was just one parent for all of a sudden it was just one parent. Oh, for sure. She, yeah. she would have, you speak to her, you know her. Like I know her. She threatens me and tells me she's going to tell her father on me. No, every sentence is at my dad's house. At my dad's house. <laughs> oh yeah. Our book at my dad's house. At my dad's house. I'd be like, Lily, where'd you learn that? At my dad's house? At my dad's house. So like, no. Tell me this chicken something song. She's like, I learned that at TikTok. At my dad's house. (laughs) You're like, you listen to TikTok? And she's like, at my dad's house. Like, you know what I mean? Like, at my dad's house. Like, I'm looking at Quinny. Like, Quinny, like, listen to TikTok? No, not me. I didn't know she does it. I don't even have TikTok. But. (laughs) I know. But if you knew my real life, you would know that. Like, so you know that part of me. Like, you know me. Like, not stupid stuff or even like what were you saying those stupid guys were like you post to flex like if you're impressed by something that someone posts on the internet you are fucking you must really play monopoly and think you're going to be rich because you're a different kind of fool you are like a different type of fool like like there is i'm only impressed by one person on um the internet and i went down her rabbit hole the other day and her name is mariah carey she has a book that's about to be released. I'm impressed by one person on the internet, and that is his little name is Ryan, and I think he's like seven, and he built a multi-billion-dollar career playing with toys on, on YouTube. He sucks. We have to watch Ryan shows. Why Lily was here, and my cousin Jonah, and I literally was watching, and I was like, "Why are these kids so invested in him?" He's I boring like, as oh, shit. He's boring. Like, you're like, why won't you buy Lily a Ryan egg? No, I refuse to. I got. I just won't support that. You're not so supporting you his billion egg. dollars. You're not supporting no. him no. being worth over a hundred, over a hundred million dollars. Like you He's don't support that. So I, I strongly believe that he can reach a billion dollars in his lifetime. Oh, he will if he keeps the way he is. I mean. You got to think Ryan has a show, so all the ads with Ryan, and then Ryan is literally everywhere. He is in Target. He is in Walmart. He is every, Kohl's. He is in number yeah. Ryan's Kohl's. world. Like, he has all his toys and all his things. So he used to review toys, and now he's reviewing his own toys, and kids still love it. And I'm like, what? And so if there's anybody where I'm like, hey, that can happen to you, like that's the person that I'm like, everybody and else. Ryan has siblings, but they don't even care about Ryan's siblings. They just care about Ryan. Ryan's the oldest, though. His siblings are younger. They don't even care about Ryan's siblings, though. His siblings be there, though. But I had to watch a couple of episodes and I was like, what the fuck am I watching? It, I'm telling you. But again, that's just the internet, social media, all that stuff. Definitely but still not impressed. Tell the story, mind your goddamn business. Um, impressed by him. Mind your business. Mind your mind business. Mind your business. Mind Just your business. mind your business. Sometimes, you know, instead of 
hating, why don't you just scroll past the post? Just scroll past speak- the post. Yeah. Just everybody in general. Yeah. Scroll past the post. I see ignorant stuff all day long. And like a normal person, I just call my best friend and we talk shit about it. That's we do. <laughs> That's what you do. Or you get a person to talk shit about it. Maybe talk shit about it to your therapist. I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Just like a normal yeah. person. That's what we do when we see funny stuff. And like, I am not be beyond, but I think I would never be the one to comment under someone's post my like shitty thoughts. Cause I'm like, that's just fucked up. You just don't do that to someone. I laugh at um, post. What post did I laugh at today? Oh my gosh. It was so funny. And I literally, I wanted to screenshot it and send it to you guys because I remember, I don't remember if it was on Gossip in the City or if it was on um, The Shade Room. And someone wrote something really funny. And they, uh, now I can't remember what post it was on. Oh my gosh, it was hilarious. And I literally was like, oh my gosh, I was like, why is this so funny to me? I don't know. Why is this so relatable? Yeah, I was like, this is so funny. I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, this is this is legit funny. But now I can't remember what it was. And I was like, well, <laughs> but, uh, that, I mean, that's literally my life. Me laughing at Post and people and my rants but yeah (sighs) I just needed to rant it out guys sorry if this was all over the place but you know can I I share with them like so normally we'll like have pre-conversations about our podcast and we kind of get our juices flowing and we just talk to see like how we're vibing and all those other good things so we had a whole topic we had talked about it we had got the juices flowing our um, wires got crossed on our normal recording day so we're recording a day later. I'm like, okay. Chrissy goes, what are we talking about? And I remind her what we had talked about. And she goes, Mm-mm, not today. We're going on a rant. <laughs> and I was like, all right, you know, what are we ranting about? And then she started the episode. So everything today is my true reaction to hearing it for the first time. Well, because I, I needed, I, like I told you, I needed to rant. I just needed to you got it out that's why I, I, I see that you needed to do that so i'm glad this is therapeutic for us um but you might need to take a couple of days off social media because your mental health and like stability and i'm telling you i followed this like psychic page and she was saying like people are like it's a lot of energy that's just like people want to fight like they are they're like it's boiling up in people to want to fight right now and i have experienced it on so many levels where i'm just like I have to really just put my arm up and like, you know, I'm just not going to talk to you. you. You shouldn't talk to me. You know what I mean? Just so I can avoid having people ruffle my feathers too much. I haven't been able to dodge it completely, but it's definitely the spirit out there. And seeing that we're so close to a very controversial election, which I don't know how it's controversial, but it is. Um, yeah. It's going to yeah. be. Shut up and whine about it. Is going to who? Um, the trolls. The trolls. Yeah, there's so many trolls out there. I feel like it should go to the trolls. 
Definitely. Oh, what does it say? I am taking a few days off. I mean, I'm, I'm going to a tree house in, in Dahlonega, Georgia, which is like Hallmark Town. And there's a winery and there's an olive oil taste room. When are you doing that? Monday. I took Monday and Tuesday off. It's Olivia's birthday. So she has all these things planned for the weekend, but I'm not doing all those things. <laughs> not. I already went camping with her. Oh my gosh, you guys. I went camping, like real camping, not glamping. Camping in the woods. There was no black people, FYI. Like I didn't see one black person. There was a lot of people like within the area of the camp. Um, not one. So me and Christy talk every day, like almost every day of the year. We talk a couple times a day, mostly. So she had no service and there was no way I could talk to her. And I didn't share too much about my rant, but I was having some fuckboydom stuff going on. And I didn't even have my main bitch. Because she was like, you should go camping. It was on the line. It was like, you're not doing shit. Why not go camping? Yeah, no, only here. It wasn't bad. It just, it's not for me. I'm not an outdoors person. I can't, I could go camping if there's bougie outdoor people. I'm a bougie person. I need someone to come set up a really big tent for me, have a really big air mattress and air conditioning, air showers. Like, I didn't shower for two days because I didn't want to use their showers and I knew I was coming back so I did not shower I didn't use their bathrooms like I popped a squat I did have like the Connell white thingies. oh my gosh describe the shower thing because when you told me that I was like what it was like okay so like the bathrooms and the showers are like when you like stop on the road when you guys like go to like when a rest stop like a rest stop that's what it looked like i mean we were in the middle of the fucking woods in a campsite in the middle of the mountains the only good thing about it was like the company it was fun and then like we went hiking that was cool and seeing some waterfalls there was a lake across the way so we went paddle boarding and kayaking um i would rather have been on the boats that were passing by because that's just who i am but oh, boat life <laughs> boat life but it was a good experience. I experienced camping as an adult for the first time and hopefully the last time. Unless I will go camping, like I said, if I was in an RV because it's inside. There's no I can animals. do glamping. Like I had a friend who sent me, uh, we're supposed to go camping actually. She Is sent me some pictures of, I'm sorry? Is it camping or glamping? Oh, it's glamping for sure. Oh, like, okay. No, 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 no. Especially after your experience, because I feel like if it were like the two of us and we were camping, I feel like you'd be the one who'd be able to muster through it more. Like, I feel like I would be complaining. So to hear you complain, that just means I would complain probably like. Yeah, I didn't complain why I was there, but it just definitely wasn't me. No, I'm saying like, just hear your experience to see where you're just like, no, I would never do that again. And I know that you shouldn't live through someone else's experience, but me knowing me. Oh, I know. You You wouldn't do that shit. You wouldn't. Like, I have no business doing that shit. First of all, I think the cell service, first you might be fine with it, then it would bother you. And then, because, you know, when you're bored, you get on your phone. You can't even do that. So I would be able to not do that, especially, like, if But then, were- like, all your clicking and stuff is in coolers. You have to, like, 
refill the ice and then you have to cook on like the little stove thing. I mean, I'm glad I was with professional campers that knew how to make it. Really the worst part about it was just the tent and actually sleeping. I was going to be like sleeping outside the dirt, not showering, porter potties. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, shower. they showered. I just didn't feel comfortable going to shower. I knew I was coming home. I was like at the shower when I'm at home. No, and I just, so that's disgusting. I, yeah. That's like a communal shower. Like, yeah, I was just like, I'll just shower when I get home. Um, and like hanging out by the lake and stuff, that's like super fine. But like, I go and hang out by the lake, but then I get to go home and then I get to shower and then sleep in my bed. So it wasn't a far drive either. I felt like even like if I do something and go back there for the day, because it was super cool and not actually camp and then leave. I would be totally fine with that, but yeah, it's um, all around for me. Like I can glamp, but that's about that's about it. Yeah, it's definitely not for me. I'm more of a a, a camp in a resort type of person. With I'm more of a vacationer than a camp <laughs> resort. Yeah, like there's super cool little things I showed you, like that are in the middle of the woods. They're little houses, and they're like one rooms, and they have like windows all around. Yeah, I could do that. Because you're in the inside, and there's no if bears come, they can't get you. Well, this isn't camping at all. This is when I was in Tulum, and you know how everyone was going to the cool resort, the Azulik. Yeah, I want to go there with caution. I'm telling you, I know because, because you it's open. I know it's open. Still a resort. I went to a resort going into Tulum, and I was much more comfortable. And I know you you would be much more comfortable day one than I was day two, three, and four. Cause it's just like, <laughs> it's an experience for sure, yeah. but I would have been okay with a day there and three days somewhere else. But day yeah, day. but see there, you can still shower. You still have like room no, service and food. Shower. No, you can't shower. What do you mean you can't shower? It's a bath. They have this. Oh, I mean, bath. It's, a bath. it's fine. And then the shower is a communal shower where you're like, you have to go down to like this treehouse thing and it's like a door but it's like a three shower thing Think. okay bungalow has it but as far as like in in the room has like this water ish thing I mean, like a i know what you're talking about it just i mean it's cute it's cute and if you're an uh, earthy birthy hearthy kind of girl that's for you but um you're like no the pictures of the daytime, beautiful, but beautiful, best time. Yeah, they do have, that's one of the places the most beautiful, but you know, you can go there and take pictures. You don't have to actually stay there. No, I know that now. And that's yeah. what I would do. I would like, cause it's like, it's a cute place to lounge. The breakfast was delicious. Everything was gourmet. It's a, yeah. a five star, top star, you know, for sure. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to enjoy it just because it's expensive. And I did not. Well, no. Things can be expensive and you can still suck. Yeah, no, and it's just, it just wasn't for me. That wasn't for me. No. So, yeah. Every you find out what's for you. Like, I'm going to stay in a tree house. It's not like the tree house she says is an actual house that was made in a tree. Um, <laughs> so, right. Yeah. I mean, well, cheers to you celebrating um, Olivia's birthday. And oh, yeah, cheers out. to... Oh, you're getting your hair done this week? And you're about to be stepping out? I am. I'm not really stepping out because... No, we're not. 
I mean, I'm not. They're going to the strip club, I believe, on Friday, but I am not going to the strip club on Friday. I hate that you hate the strip club as much as you do because I love the strip club. I've had fun at a strip club in Houston. Really fun. We went to one in Miami. It was okay. And I've been to the ones out here in Atlanta. Mm, They're okay. I mean, I know people have real fun with them. I feel like if it was the pink, then I would have so much fun. Oh, my gosh. But it's not the pink. So the pink. The pink. Yes, the it's pink. not the pink. So I'm, it's not the pink, then I don't want it. I don't want to go. Sorry. I'm so mad that you've adopted this. Is it Southern accent? Is this your Mississippi accent? The pink. Yes. The pink. Yes, girl. This is one of my favorite episodes. This rant, though. Like, I'm here for it. Sometimes you just need a rant. Like, I was like, no, we're not doing a subject. We are ranting. <sighs> so. All right, guys, until next time. We'll be more organized next week and back to your scheduled program. Maybe. I can't make any promises. You can't make any promises. Chrissy's in charge. I I can't make no promises, but we'll try. All right, guys. Bye. Bye.